What are we doing? What are we ever doing? <laughs> I should have gotten more wine. Damn it. I need more. Because it makes me want to drink. This, that particular episode is really bad. I, um... Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, um... I didn't want to say something that I'd have to repeat when we were recording. Um, I was Googling, like I just did a quick Google as we were watching it because I was like, there's got to be vegans out there who were like, what the <laughs> shit? <laughs> what is this? But right. I, I didn't really find anything. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, prior to this, all of them have felt pretty neutral. Like, I mean, they've kind of leaned more like I don't know, small farmers, like, I don't know, garlic, you know, like go to small, know where your, your farmer's markets and stuff like that versus like the chopped garlic because of the shady garlic businessman, right? But it didn't feel like anyone had too much of an agenda. And like this one. Agenda City. Yeah. Yeah. What's inter- Well, I guess what's interesting is one of the articles I did actually find um, was... I think kind of more of an opinion piece, but it was from a guy who was like really mad and feeling like this episode was very, you know, biased against raw milk. And he's like biased against raw milk. He, he He's like a, a fan of raw milk. He's got to be a dairy farmer. Oh, fine. No, that's very interesting because I felt like it was very pro raw milk. They only said like they only spent like one minute talking. Yeah. About. Yeah. Well, he was bad. really mad. Um, this guy's like really mad about um you know, the kid who gets sick from raw milk and how they, um, you know, paid so much attention to that or whatever. But um, it's like literally 10 minutes out of an hour episode. Hey, I'm just telling you what this fella thinks. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> okay. What was his name? David Gumpert. He sounds like a loser. Yeah. I don't know. Gumpert. Jeez. Um, also, who are you? My name is Kat. You sound pretty upset by that. Well, uh, you know, um, I'm mostly just upset because of that episode that we just watched. But because you had to watch 10 minutes about a kid almost dying because yeah. of raw milk. And yeah. you have thought that raw milk was the best milk prior to now. Yeah. And you're just upset by someone focusing on. Yeah. So he even says in this article, I'll ask you who you are in a second, but more importantly, I don't, (laughs) I don't matter here. I see a, 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 I'm terrible at pronunciation. I'm so embarrassed. A bird burgeoning. I don't burgeoning. B-U-R-G-E-O-N-I-N-G. Burgeoning. Is that correct? Thank you, brain. Um, I see a burgeoning raw milk industry that will remain under attack for the foreseeable future, driven ever more underground. That way there will always be enough sensational illnesses like that which hit the Martins, and the opponents can continue to claim that raw milk is inherently dangerous and should be banned and feel virtuous in the process. So... This guy's mad. My thing is, and I was reading, because if you just Google raw milk... Wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you're Danny. Right? Mm, I would check, but my passport is currently <laughs> in a safe. You lost your passport. Um, and I don't even actually have my license. Oh, so you're not sure. Andy okay, does, well, so. I think that you're Danny. Maybe. Sure. And, and That's cool. Our listeners are once again listening to the sweet, sweet sounds of our exhausted and irritated voices <laughs> on the V-Spot podcast. You know, I feel like... <laughs> Tell me your feelings. Most episodes were like, you know what? We're fucking tired. 
we've never gone into this and been like, oh, we're so excited. Yay. Well, it's because we record at fucking 10 o'clock at night and we're like half asleep. I fell asleep for a couple of seconds. And then, I, and then I started to like drool a little bit and I was like, they're going to see. And I woke up. <laughs> That's better than if you like accidentally peed a little bit if That's you had a pee true. dream. That's true. I I was wide awake though when Andy started touching tickling my feet. your feces. <laughs> yeah, I was wide awake. That did not stir my slumber. I was wide awake. Um, I can't be held for res- responsible for whatever's happening in the suitcase right now. By the way, With the- I'm really impressed that you just leave that suitcase open like that. My cats would have peed in it by now. Uh, Nothing is sacred in my house. Uh, oh my god! If that had happened, whatever one did it would. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope that that knuckle crack. Yeah. Got on recording. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Yeah. Face. No, they, there would have been cat pee in that suitcase if that were at my house. But um, any hoodle. It also help does not help that I feel like I am perpetually tired. Oh God, preach. Right. That's because we're vegan and we don't get enough nutrients. We should drink more milk. Raw milk. So (laughs) here's the thing. I just did literally just Google raw milk and the CDC has like a big old article about it because, you know, the Center for Disease Control. Correct. Right. You know, disease raw milk. Um, And they were like, so here's the thing. And I get like, guys, we don't need to drink milk at all. right? Right. I'm not saying we need to. But their point was... There's nothing that happens in the process of pasteurizing milk that takes away nutrients. So, like, you're not, they're literally like, you are not getting more nutrients from drinking raw milk. Yeah, there's nothing proving that it's better for you, right? It, no. Unless you're that woman in the documentary who claims that it, like, saved her baby or whatever. Her. Her, her baby went from <laughs> premature to baby. First of all, I thought premature was still a baby. Yeah, you're born premature, right? I thought so. But she said, well, now they're not premature anymore. Classified well, as baby. I think depending on how premature you're born, your growth process is stunted a bit. And so you're still considered like a premature infant or premature what have you but it sounds to me like that woman is saying that her child didn't have those like growth issues from being born premature because of all the raw milk she was being given so well two things i'm gonna go ahead and call bullshit on that one but that's a you know two things what do i know one does that make me like post mature because i was always taller were you like, like a huge baby I think I was normal baby sized. But you just grew really crazy. Yeah, I was in like the 99th percentile for my height my entire life. So you're post mature. Yeah. Interesting. Which is interesting because I think my, like, I've always been very tall. So Mm -hmm. my body's always been post mature. But like, your brain's a little premature. Yeah. (laughs) My brain and my heart are stuck being five years old, even though I'm 29. That's fair. I was just thinking, when am I going to move my stuffed animals over to the new house? Oh, my God. Tell you what. (laughs) Um, Oh, and the number two thing about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What I liked is that the true, I mean, the the argument, it's not even an argument, it's a fact, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, We're the only beings that take another being's milk and consume it. And she lived, she, like, acknowledged that. She was like, I cannot provide milk for my own baby 
And so instead, I'm going to take milk from someone else and yeah. I'm going to filter it into baby. And so I've got some questions and I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm a mom to some cats, but I'm not a mom to humans. So I don't really know a lot about things. But so she was saying that she didn't want to give her baby formula, but isn't formula made from for babies from cow's milk yeah. too though? Yes. So yes. it is um, because we have to go out of our way someday if we, you know, I'm inevitably going to try to produce human life. Right. Why not? Um, but if I can't, you know, or whatever, if I want to go to formula. It's going to be hard for us to find vegan-friendly formula, formula because it is based in cow's milk or, right. or whatever. Right. I feel like there are more options nowadays, but isn't there also, and again, I don't know. I feel like I've just heard this from like people I do know who have kids. There used to be a thing, and I know you used to be able to do it at Stewart's, where if you were a mom who was producing more breast milk than your child could drink, you could drop it off to Stewart's for moms who couldn't produce breast milk and Stuart's had like a distribution program where as a mom you could get human breast milk for your child it was like i'm sure like medically Stuart's like yes like Stuart's yes like i can drive f- two they five don't do minutes it anymore but Dang, i'm pretty I didn't sure know that, that was, was ever a thing, thing. i yeah. mean i know like locally i'm pretty sure like you can look up like a, a breast milk bank if you yeah. will um, but I didn't know that Stewart's ever did that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody told me that. Well, I mean, that might not be we, true, but I'm pretty sure we live in the age of the interwebs, right? So when she couldn't produce milk, I would think. I mean, I guess it depends. Was it from like day one she couldn't produce it? I can't remember I don't if they know. said. I think it, it. She made it seem like. Um, she couldn't produce like enough. I would think that you could go to your phone, much you like you are right now, and you could Google, "I'm not produ- producing enough breast milk." You can. What do I do? You can. And and it would give you options that aren't necessarily or ever would be raw milk. Right. Guys. There's milkbanknortheast.org is a thing. Yeah, the New York Milk Bank. Donated breast milk saves lives. Donate milk, receive milk. Yeah. It, it took literally half a second to Google that. Yeah. Yeah. Medicaid coverage of human donor milk. They opened in 2016. But I mean, I don't know. I I can't see that ever being... A, it's... Okay. Okay. Do you remember maybe two months ago when there was an article about the baby who died because the stupid parents were feeding it just soy milk was it in italy or something something? yeah um and everybody got up in arms because they're like oh my god see that's what happens when you try to make a, a child vegan they're going to die um no that's because you were feeding them just soy milk or just almond milk it was something really really foolish like that um and, like, that's all that that kid was getting for nutrients. And yet nobody thinks it's that strange. Right. Like, I guarantee if you went to that mother and were like, well, why didn't you just try just soy milk? She'd be like, well, they can't get nutrients from that. It's not right. But, like, from directly unfiltered cow lactation is okay. 
Yeah, I mean, that that's what I don't get is how... Like, how do you make that leap? Yeah, how somebody's instinct is, uh, I, I need to give my baby nutrients, so I'm going to give my baby this this liquid secretion from this this animal over here. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. Also, I, I realized, too, not only, I mean, we are the worst. Um, we're talking about the rotten episode. They know. <laughs> maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. Well, you would think by now they know who they're listening to, but we introduce ourselves every maybe, episode. Uh, well, if they didn't read the show description, that's not my fault. That's true. I can't guide them through life. You know, I can only give them my opinions, my uneducated, <laughs> unresearched. <laughs> irrational opinion yeah uh, but i do feel um that this episode so oh okay so fucking bullshit yeah i was really bothered by this episode but i i did feel that similarly to the last episode we watched about chickens that it was a little all over the place kind of what you were saying before Mm. But that they they had a lot of things that they wanted to cover and discuss, and they just kind of crammed it into a 55-minute episode. Because it went all over the place. They talked about raw milk, and then they talked about organic milk, and then it was back to raw milk, and now this kid is sick, but everything's okay again. Like, it was all all over the place. It was very disjointed, and... It, it started by trying to, I guess, make us feel bad that dairy farmers are not making as much money as they once were. But the, I don't know. The, it, I, it was, I don't know, a lot. And I didn't care for any of it. The small, because it was, it started out with, it used to be a family thing. And I mean, it drives me not. And I know, I know that I'm looking at it through a lens of being a vegan Right. I try not to, and it's tough, but like, without even pushing my own agenda, when you open up on a scene and you're like, it used to be all about family, and you're, you're like, making it so you're watching this big old family eat dinner together, and this evokes like this warm, happy feeling for people, and then we're like, and now we can't do that anymore because we have to work more or whatever it is, like. Wait, what? Welcome to the norm. Why are we recording mm-hmm. this podcast at 10 o'clock at night? Right. Because we have to live our lives. Live our lives. Right. We have to go and do a job. We don't have time right. to sit and just spend family time together. Right. Um, That really bothered me. And then what was it with the baby cow? Oh, innocent um, beings or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and they flashed to a baby cow. Yeah, but they, but the wording was in reference to a baby human. You know, saying like we should be careful with what we're giving our baby humans, right? Because how how would you feel if you killed your child by giving them milk? <laughs> yeah, with the raw milk thing. Well, mm. you know, maybe like don't. <laughs> maybe don't. Maybe opt to not do that. Yeah. Um, and then again, it. I thought it was interesting that they were like, "Well, these dairy farmers aren't making enough money anymore, so they have to subsidize by getting a second job." Uh, once again, welcome to the normal. How many mm-hmm. people do we know that have two jobs, three jobs? Because one just doesn't make enough. Right. So should I get a subsidy because I don't make enough with my one job? Yeah. Okay. But you don't have to get another job. Yeah. The you government just will just... Yeah. Okay. Because I, ref- like, refuse to do something else. 
Hmm. And like, or it made, it also made it seem when that guy was like, I've been a bus driver. It made it seem as though like he was kind of like had to do it. Like being a bus driver wasn't what he really wanted to be doing. He wanted to be loving his cows because didn't you know they love them like a lot? And that, well, so that was another thing I found kind of confusing was that anytime the topic of having to sell the cows or sending the cows to a beef farm or what have you, anytime that topic came up, they were like all bummed out about it. And, oh, it's a sad day when we have to sell our cows. And, oh, God, how awful we have to, you know, send one to, to the beef farm or whatever. But what 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 happens to your cows anyway when they stop giving milk? Right. Do you have a field somewhere with all the old cows? No. No, that you've raised? because like that guy said in the end there, he was like, nope, because it's one less mouth to feed. Right, right. Cool. And the other thing um, that you had me write down about how they said that it takes um, five to seven minutes to milk a cow and a cow gives seven gallons a day, which is 25% more than her grandmother gave 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. What struck me about that was that 15 years would be two generations ago for a cow. Two generations ago for me is like... Like a hundred years, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> fifteen years is two generations ago. Yeah, fifteen years—that's insane. I mean, think about it. When was your when was your grandmother? That's it, and and I guess what's also notable about that though is that if fifteen years is two generations ago for these calves on these mm-hmm. like small privately owned farms. That, you know, that's essentially like a seven year lifespan for a cow. That is twice what a cow would live on a factory farm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, think about it that way. Like, that's crazy. And then the guy and it was in the very beginning when the guy was like, I love these cows. And I, you know, and the girl was like, my father works so hard every day. He's up at 3 a.m. But then they flashed to a scene of a guy just guiding cows into a big old line Mm -hmm. and hooking them up to a machine right? They're, they and standing right. there when the machine milked the cows, right? We're not talking Little House on the Prairie no, we're not. when, you know, Joe Farmer would get up in the morning and go sit and milk the cow with his hands. Right. Again, I don't think it's great, but at least you can make an argument of really, really, really hard work. Yeah. He, all he does is walk the cows in, hook it up to a machine, stand there. Right. Seven minutes later, unhook them. Yeah. Walk again. It's just definitely a bummer of an episode. And I'm definitely curious about what somebody who watched that from a not vegan perspective or a not, you know, who's somebody who just watched it because they stumbled upon it and wanted to know more about the food industry. Like, what message did you walk away from this episode with? Right. You know, what what was the message you got from this? What are you inclined to do now? Are you thinking, I want to go out and try some raw milk? Or are you, oh, my God, all of that's disgusting. Like, what's the message that somebody else got from this? And I also kept thinking about how if, um, like, if I had been watching that as a not vegan, even the few scenes where they did show the cows in, like, the milking devices and even, like, the, like, the barns and just, like, the quality disturbing. of their lives, I'm like... How would that have made me feel? You know, seeing the seeing the female cows in the um in the calf crates and all that. Like, how would that have made me feel as somebody who didn't who doesn't know what I know? Well, and like with those, like I said, with the baby cows, when she was like, "Oh, he's you know they're only two days old, and I'm feeding them with a bottle." Did you see how she like ripped it out of the out yeah. of the calf's mouth? Yeah, and their mothers were standing yeah. right nearby. Yeah, I. <sighs> I mean, it's hard for me now to not 
associate those two things isn't that interesting me too because i'm also you you also watch her with her children and i'm like did you breastfeed your children like how do you not see a correlation between that right. relationship and what you're doing with these cows but i mean i guess i you know i never saw that before either so, but it's just so interesting i guess once you see it you can't unsee it and has nobody ever you know suggested that to her does she has she heard that argument before and you can just poo poo it or like what Dairy is a tough one, man. It really is. That's bad. And guess who's back? Back again. Back again. Shady's back. Tell a friend. Got milk is back. Na 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 na. Really? Uh huh. Na 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 na. Is back. Do 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 do. Show me. With a new campaign. Show me your milk mustache. Is it offensive as the PMS one? It's a video. (laughs) It's not even like offensive. It's trying to appeal. Really? To children. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's a little video. Um, Hold on. Do you want to? We will break for one second. We'll cat watch this video and then we get her reaction. So what they did in that let's, video. Let's go let's, forward with that, shall we? Yeah. Things kids shouldn't have. Beer. <laughs> that was a good reaction. I know. But honestly, though. So, I mean, the video is two, and we will link it, obviously, but it's two kids, you know, kids are just hanging out and they're commiserating about their days. Lamenting as, their problems. Yep, lamenting the their problems as adults would do yep. over a glass of wine or a glass of beer or a cocktail, what have you. They're at a diner and they're drinking milk. And they're like, wow, fuck me. My parents are lowballing me on my allowance, this and that. All right. You know, they drink their milk and the little tagline is milk. I don't know. What was it? Just like, oh, oh, milk. Because being a kid is, is tough. tough. <laughs> so milk gets you through your day. Really... It's that solve all at the end of the day. Find your solution at the bottom of a glass of cow secretion. So mm-hmm. I have some feelings. Did you read the Live Kindly article that that's in? Mm-hmm. Tell me your feelings. So it says, according to the CMPB, California Board of whatever it stands for, California Milk Processing Board, according to the California Milk Processing Board Director Steve James, the organization is aiming to curtail declining sales by, quote, focusing on diversity and millennial families who are, quote, setting cultural trends. So, (laughs) so, (laughs) so is that's a nice way, right? By focusing on cultural diversity, that's a nice way of saying like we're trying to adhe- we're trying to reach people, mm-hmm. perhaps maybe in areas where you can't get non dairy milk, and you know what I mean, like or it's, it's harder, or yeah, it's, you know. right. Like I just mm-hmm. I, maybe that's me reading too much into it, but I feel like that's a little offensive, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. I think that's a little targeted. And focusing on millennial families who are setting cultural trends. I so they're like they're targeting people who would maybe drink the oat the milk words, or whatever. Well, I also feel too. like words like cultural. Well, first of all, calling people, calling millennial families who are maybe more inclined to drink plant-based milks, calling that a cultural trend, I find annoying. But it, I feel like mm-hmm. the wording focusing on diversity is you might as well say focusing on minorities. Yeah. Trying to, you know what I mean? Which is like, mm-hmm. where? What's the mindset there? Like what? And I don't ooh, know. I'm interested in this. What is this? The uh, so 
and focusing on these millennials and cultural trends, what's interesting is if you go to their website, Real California Milk, at least that's the website I'm coming up with when you Google this board, um, they're using all of these buzzwords. So when you think vegan is a fad, right, and they say trendy or it's a fad and um, it's the new happening thing, that's the same, well, be not vegan, but like that's the same thing that these um, California milk farmers are trying to adhere to because they talk about um, they have these all these different like little things that you can scroll through, like bright ideas from sunny California. The fi- families are turning to conservation and clean energy to help reduce dependency on fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. Um, they lead the way. With um, the dairy farmers working with agencies like the Energy Commission, Bioenergy, and others to create dairy digester fac- facilities that break down methane gas on the dairy and turn it into renewable electricity. For example, the Lake Food- Lakeview Dairy Project is expected to cut methane emissions by around 75% and producing electricity to power over 700 homes a year. See, and this is that all of that is such a good example of why. Um, when, remember when we were talking to Heather and she was saying that that guy whose name I now forget said that, you know, if you're going to argue veganism and you shouldn't argue, but if you're going to, the right. one that you should always go to is the ethical one. Right. Because that's a really great example of that, because now the dairy industry is doing all these things to turn their methane production into something positive. Yep. So you now you can't argue that anymore. Right. They're taking away the ability to argue environment. Yep. Uh, they just on un- Joseph Gallo Farms just unveiled the largest privately owned solar system yeah. um, ever installed on a California dairy. Sustainable farming has been a core value in my family. Uh, the power of nature. Uh, many farms are reducing their dependence on fossil fuels with the help of biogas di- digestion. This natural waste byproduct has the potential to supply power not only to farms, but entire neighboring communities. Waste not, want not. Every drop of water is used to its maximum benefit. Clean water cools milk and washes cows before being collected to flush manure from barn floors. And, you know, it's used to irrigate field crops, field crops, and nothing goes to waste. So here's the thing. That's like good for you guys. You know Mm, what I mean? Good job, California. Good on you, California dairy farmers. But that's like a pretty small fraction of dairy farming in the United States and also the world, I would argue. You know what I mean? So, like, good on you guys, but it, it not that's not where all dairy is coming from. So, like, that's not the solution for everybody else. And I would imagine it's probably not very sustainable for every dairy farm across the world to be able to do things like that. That's just not the reality, no. you know? And there, it's, I really do feel exactly like if someone is like, putting vegan on something just for funsies it happened to be instead of doing it with good intention you're putting vegan on the label of a salad right because you want to just use those you little words you have vegan options right i feel like that's the same thing like they're like oh we're we're sustainable or oh we're doing this yeah. or oh, we're doing that because yeah it, it's just yeah I don't know. Yeah, what if Oreos started being labeled as vegan? Right. I almost wonder in that case, like, would would less people buy them? Probably. (laughs) You know what I mean? Sometimes the word vegan is more hurtful than anything else. Oh, I know. (laughs) But, uh, you know, anyway. Anyway, I guess I'm looking forward to our last and final episode because I'm so curious what 
because I don't know a lot about fishing and fish and all that. So that'll be a, an education because um, this this last these last two episodes, I think I found very like not great in comparison to the rest of them. Yeah, I think it's hard when there's any kind of um, animal or living being involved for you to truly make a documentary that doesn't irritate somebody in some way right Right. you know rotten they weren't setting netflix wasn't setting out to make like a vegan documentary or or you know an anti-cow anti-meat or whatever documentary so i mean they had to have a point in some shape or form right right so why didn't those fucking farmers go do something else yeah why did they have to make the point i'm sorry it just it really bothered me like why did they have to make the point we sold off our cows to get some money and then a few years later, we bought cows we again, so cows. and that was good. Why didn't? Why the fuck didn't they say we at least explored other options? That makes it seem, and that's what that's why when you talk about like the death rate of farmers or the suicide rate of dairy farmers, um, and how that's awful because they don't feel like they can do anything else. But like, right. it's not easy. But like, you could try something else, right? Anything. And and also. Yeah. It's interesting to me, um, and I mean, well, so I guess a couple things, because like when you're, I don't know what it's like living out there, all you've known for generation after generation is farming, but there's got to be something you could use that property for. I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to find the silver lining here, right? But also what I find interesting is um, the one guy who was saying, you know, we, we, or the woman too, we raise them from babies. We love, you know, we love our cows, da, 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 da. And then, then the one the one guy was saying how the cow, oh, she's a good mother and she gets mad if I don't give her pets in the morning before she gets milked. And she's she's so friendly and da, 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 da. So like these people are recognizing these characteristics in their cows. Right. And it doesn't occur to them that like this is a living thing that I'm maybe not doing the best the best by. Right. You know, and I also thought it was interesting. It reminded me um, or not reminded me because it was similar, but it. it made me recall some of the scenes from the last pig when you know you always saw the dog and stuff and that juxtaposition between the dog and the pigs and there was a dog in a lot of those scenes with the cows and the juxtaposition between the woman being like hey buddy and like giving him belly rubs and the the dog's just like flailing about and living his best dog life and these cows are fucking hooked up to machines pumping milk out of them while their babies are, are fucking corralled in the 10 feet away from them or tied to a barn outside like it's Yep. It's so insane. Two days. When they acknowledged two days, that's how old that baby insane. was. Insane. Insane. It's the weird understanding or thinking that you understand what's good and what's bad. Right. With those two. Like, how many times, for instance, yeah, like cow's milk versus camel milk. Or um, you so, go to an Indian restaurant yeah. and, like, my mom, for instance, will order chicken. But if I'm like, oh, you should order the goat, she'd be like, oh, why would I eat goat? And I'm like, but why not? Right. Right. Or even the one we laugh at all the time where we're like, oh, you'll eat that sautéed rabbit's foot, but you won't eat this piece of kale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, you right. think you think that and vegan people's... food is gross because yep. it's all vegetables, but you'll eat this fucking roadkill off the side of the goddamn road. And people's stupid fucking reactions. I thought of a really good um, another one is even a recent with Star Wars um, where they had that giant sea mammal one in um the last jedi and luke went up and just like had his fill of i don't know sea mammal milk and 
I remember people being, and it was, it's like a big oversized yeah. creature. And he just went up and was like, eh, yeah. right to her nipples. And everyone was like, oh, 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 God, weird. Why would he do that? I'm sorry. Like you, I mean, Luke Skywalker was trying to hide out. Mm-hmm. And that sea mammal was providing him with milk. You're, you're on a desert island and you have one cow. Right. Are you going to right. like go for right. her udder? Like, right. You don't have to think about that. Right. That's the thing. You go to your fridge and you just open up a container. But it right. essentially is you going up for her nipple. Right. And also, how, how funny is that? That it's gross that, you know, you would drink straight from the nipple or but you'll drink, you know, it from a bottle. Like if a, if you said to a human go and drink straight from a cow's udder they'd be like "Ew, gross i'm not doing that but that's what raw milk is right? right it's like just straight from the fucking cow and apparently that's a huge thing now that people are into is drinking raw milk which is even or more like disgusting milk. than drinking can you, raw milk can you imagine if like i put a container of breast milk in the fridge and told people like well yeah here have some coffee do you want some breast milk with that and right, like, people would be like, Danny, you're so milk? gross. Where did you get that? Right. What's wrong with you? Right. <laughs> but the right. But guys, just stop it. <laughs> just cut it out. Cut Joey Gladstone it and out. I want you to just cut it out. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, not good. Anyway. I really do enjoy the rotten documentaries as a whole. I just find them to be a little, I don't know. Uh, the the past two haven't made me think. And it's not that I know everything about cows. Right. Or everything about chickens. Right. But, you know, I didn't think there was anything <laughs> left to learn about garlic or honey. Is my ginger ale in danger? So. So. We have nothing else to talk about or learn about here. <laughs> we've, we've capped. Yeah. We can talk about the delicious food we just ate. Yeah, that was a good sandwich. It's some good fucking potatoes, Andrew. Those were excellent. That's those were some great so potatoes. The reason we ate potatoes today, and we'll watch we'll watch Andy's face because he's gonna know. Um, one of our coworkers, Joshua, said, "So I have this idea." Actually, that was a pretty good impression of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told us about how there's these bowls that everyone knows about, and they're made with mashed potatoes. And gravy, and corn, and chicken. Do you know about the sadness cheese. bowl? I didn't know about the sadness. Cat didn't know, and he was like these really good bowls, and I was like the fucking sadness bowl. Like you only eat those bowls if you want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with that. They are, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. They're they're a lot, and he wants. Which I like his idea though, because I actually happen. I was like, I used to love those, um, and I would eat them now. I think I've had a vegan one. Where have I had what? Where have I had that? What? Oh, Montreal. Well, I had a sadness bowl. I, I no? bursted his bubble when you were, I think you went into the back or to ring somebody out or something, but I bursted his bubble and told him that that exists because he was saying how like all of the bowls would have a mashed potato based or a french fry based or some base or some sort of potato mm-hmm. base. And I was like, that's a thing. Yeah. Like I, I remember when Katie worked at Roosevelt, my friend Katie worked at Roosevelt Field 
she was like raved about it. I forget what it was called, but it's essentially like Chipotle. Like you build your own thing, but it's potatoes. Yeah. I was like, Josh, that exists. But <laughs> just, get, just get just get a franchise locally that's and you're good I'm, to go. That's what I'm saying. Um, But I support that with yeah. vegan options because I fucking love load everything on my mashed potatoes. Yeah, those potatoes Mushroom are gravy. so good. And that's why we needed some. And I said, yeah, Andy makes the whatever, best. Whatever, that, whatever you spice them up with. Mm-hmm. Some garlic in there. Was that what I tasted? Oh, fucking delicious. Excellente. Yeah. And oatly using our. You put some sour cream in them. Is that what I heard? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Those were good. Yeah, he's very, very good. I will eat entire just. Yeah, bowls. it was lovely. Um, the, in my those caprices. With the Miyoko's. Great, great Miyoko to tomato ratio. You did well. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was very pleased. I was just going to say, in whatever goddamn, after going to this, one of those oil stores where you can sample the olive oils and the balsamic, I don't remember which one we even went with. We got the uh, Nepo- Neapolitan. Yeah, the Neapolitan herb one or whatever. Yeah. That was, that was delicious. delicious. And followed up by dessert. Yeah, that was great. The what Aves. kind of Ready Whip was that? I know you said you the bought coconut. it. The coconut. Oh, okay. But it's Ready Whip brand, I mean? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep, just Ready Whip spray can because they have the coconut and the almond out now. Very good. Um, And that was fucking delicious. Yeah, it was bomb.com. Like I said, I tried something in the car this morning. <laughs> After was... I bought it at the store, I got in the car and I just, right in my mouth. It was delicious. Then I put a little on my cold brew coffee that I had. <laughs> and then I put more in my mouth and then I drove away. It was good. Okay. I think I might, like, make coffee... I used to make my own frappuccino in the morning. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds good. It's going to be great. Cool. And uh, nobody had to lactate for it. No. No one did. So that's cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Also, yeah. nipples are weird. Yeah. <laughs> Andy did that the other day. We were trimming the cat's nails, and he goes to Fitz. He's like, nipple. <laughs> like, leave it alone. <laughs> leave him alone. I have nipples, Greg. Milk <laughs> <Can you laughs> <smoke> me. <laughs> Yeah. Right. But that is weird. So nobody would. Right. No milk. one. No one wants to milk Robert De Niro. That's for goddamn sure. Well, yeah. maybe somebody does. Somebody Not probably me, does. <laughs> and if you do want to milk Robert De Niro, shoot us an email <laughs> to the V Spot Podcast at gmail dot com. Or if you don't, and you do have a celebrity that you would milk, <laughs> please. Or write us, you know what we didn't rate, review, and subscribe. And oh, when, that's so funny! When you review, oh my god, our podcast and give us five stars on the iTunes, tell us which celebrity <laughs> you would milk, if any. Oh, uh, who, who would I, who would I milk <laughs> if I had to choose? Benedict Cumberbatch. So, are you milking and then drinking his milk? Yeah, the milk of Benedict. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's a vegan, too. So I know, like, so it would be super pure. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm um, saying. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Uh, can, I choose a, can I choose a male and a female to milk? Yes. Okay, great. So my female is Kate Winslet. Ooh. <laughs> and my male, the first thing, God's honest, that came to mind, and he's also a vegan, for some reason is Jared Leto. Okay. Yeah. I support that. Yeah. I I have my female, and I can't think of her name, though. She plays um, Marjorie Tyrell, and she plays Anne Boleyn. <laughs> and... Anne Boleyn and what? Uh, the Tudors. Oh. Oh, my God. She has the cutest little nose. Yeah. Like that. Oh, my God. Um, I think I would... <laughs> this, this 
get dirty real quick. Did it? But though? I think I would also perhaps milk Carrie Mulligan. <laughs> um. Oh my god, Natalie Dormer, duh. Oh yeah, I would milk Natalie Dormer. Yeah. Um. And, and Benedict Cumberbatch. If I'm lucky, at once. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what's his name? Oh my god. Oh my god. Um. I would do David Tennant too. Um, milk David Tennant. The love of my life. I'm so sorry that I have forgotten your name. Um, he was on Grey's Anatomy, but that's not. You're not going to be able to help me. No, there. I'm not. It's on The Walking Dead. Um, um, no. Negan on The Walking Dead. What the fuck's his name? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Milk him. I would milk him so much. And Paul Rudd. Speaking of people who live in Rhinebeck. God, we could go forever. <laughs> well, it depends on how much milk they produce and how much we need. That's true. If we could go forever. That's true. But to Andy's point is, so tell us who you would milk. Mm-hmm. Um, a celebrity, not like your mother's best friend or something like that, because <laughs> we don't know who the hell that is. But a celebrity and then tweet the celebrity oh, about God. it. Be like, That's I would milk you. Whatever. Do but it. like some people, like you said, yeah. Jared Leto would be into it. Yeah, he'd be so into it. I bet he'd let me. Yeah. He'd like it. Not only would he yeah. let you, he'd like, yeah. really like it. Yeah. So the yeah. only one way to find out is you let us know about it first. And um, five-star review for that because we're letting you get in touch with your milking side. Yeah. And then you tweet them about it. Yeah. And can you, like, mention us, too? Like, hey, I wrote into the V-Spot podcast. You know, like, Because they us. wanted to know who I would milk. And I chose I you. And I chose you, Jared Leto. Yeah. So can I. And then see what the, what happens. Maybe yeah. you get a retweet. Maybe you get blocked. Maybe you have a cop show up on <laughs> yeah. your front steps. Nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows. But it sounds like a great Friday night to me. Do that. You and know? you can go to the, the Twitters and all that goodies if you go to the vspot.fm and do all of those things. You can, you know, then head to rate, review, subscribe, mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards, go to Soundbite and maybe listen to something more normal or write into Soundbite and tell one of the other podcasts who you would milk. Do but, that. But don't explain do that. why you're doing do it. Do that. Do that. Do that. Right do in, that. Write into any other of the podcasts. Do it. You um, won't. So go to the Soundbite.fm. No. Soundbite.fm. Not the. The website. So it is Soundbite.fm. Go there. Pick a podcast. Any one of them that just is not Just close your ours. eyes. Yeah. Scroll around. Just pick one and... <laughs> send them an email. Send them an email Let saying... Let know who you'd milk. I want you to know that this is the celebrity I would milk. <laughs> Give no explanation and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I will be the happiest ever. There might even be like maybe some swag in it for you if you oh, do yeah. this. Yeah, we have some good maybe swag things coming down the line soon. So. We'll send you a care package. But we want a screenshot that you did it. Yeah, got to prove it. And the scent. like Proof or, like, or it didn't happen. Yeah. Pics or it didn't happen. Exactly. Also, photoshopped pics of you milking a celebrity. Yes! <laughs> Poor, poorly photoshopped pictures or good ones. It Excellently doesn't matter. shopped, poorly shopped, It whatever. doesn't matter. Just make God, it happen. God, this is getting so good. Yeah. Wow. We should have really asked for this sooner. All this wasted time. My, oh my. Yeah, we'll regram it. I will. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, just put, like, literally just cut and paste your face and put it over someone. I don't know. Whatever you got to do. 
Whatever you do. Animate yeah. it. Oh, a GIF. If you yeah. can somehow create a GIF of it. A meme. Yeah. Yeah. Then you automatically. We'll create a hashtag. Yeah. Instead of got milk, it'll be got milked. Got milked. <laughs> <laughs> got milked. The Beast Pop podcast. At Jared Leto. Hashtag got milked. <laughs> This is great. Gosh. This is great. I'm so, I mean, this is, I guess, the benefit of podcasting so late at night is that, like, just sheer insanity starts to ensue, and I'm not mad about it. No. I, and I really mean, hope this happens. If just one person, one person, we can create a whole thing. We can create t-shirts that say oh hashtag gosh. got milked, the V-Spot podcast. Yeah. And if you do this, listeners, maybe you'll be amongst the first to get these T-shirts. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Jeez, that's great. Um, But, like, real quick, though, disclaimer, if anybody out there is, like, listening in a city where maybe celebrities live, don't actually try <laughs> to milk a celebrity and no, tell do. them that the V-Spot podcast told you to do it. No. Please don't assault anyone. No. Unless, like, they're into it. And then, but like, ask, you do you. No, you know what you do. Yeah, milk with consent only. That's what I was going to say. You know <laughs> what you do is, as with everything, you get someone's permission. Yes. You Permi- don't, we only do permission you milking. Don't, uh, you don't assume consent based on what someone's That's right. wearing. That's right. Or what they're doing. That's right. Do not go to a 30 Seconds to Mars concert and just no. assume that it is okay. No. Yeah. You walk up to someone and you say, may I milk you? <laughs> With your bucket. You With have a bucket. The bucket. People probably don't think this is nearly as funny as the three of us do right now. But oh god, I have like tears in my eyes. Could you picture someone walking? Yes, up, that's why it's so I funny. And I picture them doing it in like a milkmaid outfit. <laughs> They've got like a bonnet. Little braids. Male or female, a bonnet and little braids. You can you do you. If you want to wear a bonnet, oh. you wear a bonnet. Wowie. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Andy says that would be a great way to protest the dairy industry. I agree. Let's do it. No, no. Nay, nay. If we were going to do that, which we talked about this earlier, oh. you would not ask permission. You would just go start milking someone because <laughs> the dairy the dairy industry does not ask permission. They just do it. Woo. Well, if you are still listening, listeners, <clears throat> if you didn't shut it off from all of the milking nonsense, <laughs> I appreciate you. And... I can't wait to see all your milking photos. Just one. All I need is one. And then we'll make you famous because we're famous. Yeah. So. This is it. This is how it's going to happen. Yeah. This right here. You heard it first. <laughs> milking celebrities. You were here first. Let's The new fad. It's like Tide Pods. <laughs> oh, my God. We started the next Tide Pods. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Raw celebrity right. milk. <laughs> god damn well all right <laughs> i think that's enough do we do we have, we say everything we have to say we did all the I right stuff know. andy says yes okay okay all right you ready yep we're getting better at this damn. shit i think it was at the same time Whew.